your go-to place for tea and chats. I'm your host Emma and I'm joined again today by one... Jack Ewans. Jack? Yeah. <laughs> I your gave husband. You, my husband. I gave you no warning that you had to say your own name there. I just gave you a look of like, speak now. Now is your time. Deary me. Hello everyone. Um, I've been gone for a, um, a couple of weeks. I think I missed like one podcast that I would normally put out, and that is because I have been a busy lady. Yeah, you've been I've all been over the place. All over the shop. Um, most recently, I've been to Bristol to see my friend Charlie um, and to rehearse because we played a music festival last weekend, Bromsgrove Folk Festival, which mm. was lovely. And where else have I been? It feels like lots. We were at another wedding. You We've been. A, well, I went to a wedding. You yeah. went to a wedding. I did a sleepover where I work with loads of children. Yeah, and, uh, um, well, you went away for the folk festival, and then, where else did you go? You went somewhere else, didn't you? Work. We've just had work. Yeah, and I went to, so on the work (laughs) note, so I went to the Norfolk show, which is a, I guess it sort of started as a chance for farmers to get together, that's the impression that I got. Mm. They would bring livestock and things that are useful for farming and share share their knowledge, <laughs> I think, and uh, have awards and sort of competitions and things like that. Um, like, is it like fattest sheep and... I guess so. Biggest cucumber? Yeah, <laughs> I can only assume. Um, but it's sort of escalated and grown over the years and now it's sort of, it's not just the farming, there's local businesses and stuff that would go there. So I yeah. went with my work and had a stall there which was really fun and then I also got to do a bit of exploring so I had my lunch break and I took myself off to the Adams food hall which is always a great idea because you will get free samples (laughs) anywhere where there's a food hall and those who know you Emma yes they know you love a food sample oh I love a food sample I love the cheese samples I love the I mean I bought a fresh lemonade and that was really tasty. I love and, fresh lemonade. Oh, so nice. And the lemon uh, the lemon the lemon lady. <laughs> the lady <laughs> told me that the trick is a fresh lemon. That's that's what makes it really really good. If you have like slightly old lemons it won't be as good. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I've got it. I, it was one of those moments where I thought, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to learn how to make lemonade." I haven't yet, <laughs> but maybe, <laughs> maybe one day. Anyway, as um as is now the case, having started this podcast, I'm always on the hunt for new tea, and I found a stall called Nelson and Norfolk, and I hadn't seen them before. I thought I'd I sort of clocked the majority of the tea based shops around here, but Nelson and Norfolk, that's another one. So this is from the Norfolk show. From the Norfolk show, yeah. Oh. So I went up to the stall, a uh, very nice chap behind there, and he was telling me, he sort of recommended quite a, a uh, strong tea to me, and it was making me think about the, of which we've enjoyed quite a lot, the Kenya Capco tea that we reviewed yes. a while ago. Gosh, that's nice. And if it's like a Saturday morning, or no, Sunday morning, um, it's like, I don't know, 10 or something like that, I might put a pot of that on now. I, we're going to run out soon, actually. We've used quite a really lot of it. Really strong, though. It's that's, so strong. That's the thing. It's like if you want a coffee, but you don't want coffee and you want a tea, <laughs> that's that's what I'd recommend for that. So he was recommending something similar. And I was like, no, 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 no. Um, have you got something a bit quirky, was what I put out there. And he then recommended to me this tea, which is Little Snoring Sleep Tea. Which um, so if this podcast runs on for three hours and half of it is just silence, you know we've fallen asleep. We've fallen asleep with from the, the tea. Yeah, which is great. Um, I love a sleepy time tea. 
<laughs> yeah. I do. I'm doing it like <laughs> just I love, before bed. Before bed, I love chamomile. Chamomile is great. I'll do a chamomile review scene. Chamomile tea is lovely, but you get different blends of sleepy tea now, which have some of mm. valerian root in. We also have a couple of valerian root. What's just, valerian root? So valerian root is a herbal tea. Um, well, ingredient in a herbal tea, and it will just make you go to sleep. But is it a valerian that's a plant? What, yeah, what I it? think so. I'm, I'm the naive one. Yeah, I think it's from a root. I'm chucking that out there. Okay. I'm chucking out there. I think it's from a root. <laughs> and yeah, it's got properties in it. that may, And it's like there's warnings on the box that say don't drink this and also have alcohol and don't drink this if you've got to be alert or something. So it genuinely mm. has the effects, it says. And I, yeah, I feel pretty sleepy when I drink it. So some of the sleepy teas has valerian in it. Has this got valerian in it? No. No, it no. does not. Let me have a look. Can I have a no. look at this? Thanks. Have a little look. Have a look at the packet. Um, yeah, so it doesn't. So I was quite keen to have a sleepy tea. So as I said, we've, I've been pretty busy recently, sort of travelling around, doing all sorts of things. I, I took myself off to Bristol on Wednesday and then didn't get back till Monday, quite late on Monday, having then finished the festival in Bromsgrove. So, um, How long was the drive before you got home? Oh, like... God, we left at like 11 and we got back about 7. Okay, yeah. It's yeah, a it's a long old... And quite a lot of um, evenings recently, I've been sat there going, oh, I'd really actually quite enjoy a sleepy tea. I'd enjoy that one I got from the Norfolk <laughs> show. But I've been I've been uh, strong in my resolve in that I would not try it until we recorded this episode. Oh, so you haven't... I haven't tried it, tried it okay, no. Okay, cool. So this, this is both of us going um, in blind. I was really tempted. So do you want to read the ingredients I do. There? I was reading this. The beautiful Norfolk villages of great and little snoring... Okay, they're real places. Real I'm, places, I'm which up. we need to discuss in a minute, because I okay. find that hilarious. Are the inspiration for our, our sleep time blend. A relaxing and soothing herbal blend of chamomile, rose petals, and lavender. Mm-mm-mm. I, <laughs> I love a bit of lavender. It is sure to ease insomnia and promote a restful night's sleep. Naturally caffeine free I mean I'd be concerned if it wasn't <laughs> it's, called, it's called little snoring sleep routine it's just full of yeah. caffeine so, wow, I, yeah so little snoring great and little snoring is that the full there name two, no there's two different places it's... there's great snoring and little snoring this is where we live that's Norfolk. When <laughs> I first Norfolk. met Jack, he told me he was from a town called Beckles, which I thought in itself was reasonably funny. And I found it more funny when he said that the town next door is called Bungie, which sounds like it should be in a children's TV show. Bungie. Yeah. Bungie. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, little snoring. I'd love to live in little snoring and then make loads of terrible snoring jokes. I bet everyone does. Every yeah, you'd have to. So should we try this tea? It yes. is currently brewing in my Wittard of Chelsea teapot that has a candle under it so it can stay nice and warm throughout um it was yeah it was quite fun well, to get let me there. just uh, note for the uh, listeners it is a amber color yeah and it looks quite see like quite clear let's see i don't i have once again listeners overfilled the teapot but oh no Wittard of chelsea is coping well with the with the amount of uh, liquid I've got in there, there we go. This is I'm gonna not gonna lie. This isn't the biggest of teapots, so you might have to. I was do, gonna say we got we've got to huge do like a mugs. Water, a water top up, but there we go. I'll leave leave some more on there. Gosh, it's such a nice teapot because it's got the tea candle underneath, and it's a see through teapot. It just feels really like completely glass, atmospheric. Yeah. Yeah, completely glass. 
and we've got a couple of candles. I'm I'm going for the sleepiness. Like, you are making me feel very tired. It's all candle lit and sleepy, and that sounded meaner than I wanted. <laughs> you're <to>. you're <laughs> making me tired. You're making okay. Me. Smelling, smelling the tea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that really smells like chamomile to me. That's what it smells like to me. I can't smell the lavender. No, and like rose especially is quite a strong taste. I maybe, find maybe it's all in the taste. Yeah. I'm gonna leave it for a second because it is. It is steaming, steaming away there, right isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I got something in my tea. No, it's a bubble. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm quite excited to drink this. I wonder if it will indeed make us sleepy. But yeah, I'm pretty tired. I'm not gonna lie. So we got back on Monday. Well, I got back on Monday, and then I've been in work ever since, and I'm building up to quite a large event at work. So I'm a little bit, little bit tired. You're always on the go. Go 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 go. And you just got back from the Bromsgrove Folk Festival. And then you've dived straight back into work. Yeah. It's like it's not like you went on holiday. It's <laughs> like you went and you had to do stuff. Yeah. And uh, and all. Oh, that. it was brilliant though. If anyone from Bromsgrove is listening, um, Bob, who runs it, always keeps mentioning Pod of Tea. I think he's intrigued as to what a podcast is. Um, so, Bob, <laughs> if you're listening, hello to you. Um, you should host one next year. Yeah. How, yeah, I'll take if I get. Um, I'm looking at getting a recorder, a uh, microphone recording thing that I could take on the goats, which would be amazing. So then I'd be able to go out of my flat and record I some think, podcasts I think about. you'd be able to like knock out quite a few episodes in that regard. Yeah, it would be really, really handy. So if I got that, I would certainly take it to places like Bromsgrove and get mm. some. I was sat in the... So Jack's dad is a musician, and he also played the folk festival. And I was sat in... Um, they made like a lounge off their camper van. And we were sat in there and saying how that would have been a brilliant moment to have a pot of tea because then we would have had a discussion about tea when you're camping. And tea when you're camping is like the holy grail of beverages. It's so (laughs) nice. Especially if you're someone like me who does not own a camping stove. If someone turns around and goes, would you like a cup of tea? It's like you've just offered me the world (laughs) in a mug. And I will always say yes. I know what you mean. And be your best friend. I think you and I, in terms of our camping equipment, we're a little bit... Ill-prepared. Ill-prepared, yes. We have a tent, that's about it. We do have a tent. We did used to have an airbed and that, that deflated. Um, <laughs> because it's got a puncture, I realise you we can't don't even, We don't again. have one of those little like gas stove things. No. Or, we have camping chairs though now. We do have camping chairs, which is sort of showing our age now because we've hit the point where we're just like, love a camping chair. Like we went to our friend's birthday, Charlie, Charlie Lim. He was on the podcast before. Um, she had her thirtieth birthday in a field, and we got we sat in these chairs, and they've got little cup holders for the drinks, and it was just just, just so convenient. For listeners, it wasn't just a field. There was like a festival. It was thing. a field party. It was a field party, but there was like she had a stage erected and and all. Oh yeah! Stuff. Oh, she went to town on it. Sorry, yeah. yeah it was like a mini festival. Yeah, it was, for, it was like for her thirty limbstock. Yeah, that's but, what we um, kept calling it. But yeah, it yeah. was. It was really, really great. When you say it, for people who wouldn't know, like... Who weren't there and can't see the beautiful image that's in my brain. She had her 30th in a field. field. (laughs) Just sounds like she just stood in a field. We all just sat around in a field. Everyone else was just sat in the field and me and Jack were sat there in our camping chairs lording over everyone like, yes. We came prepared. We came prepared with our chairs. Um, Yeah, so we've got got a few bits and pieces. I always do this thing where if I go um, to a festival or something like that and I see everyone else in their convenience camper vans or caravans I'm like oh maybe maybe we should get one I get really excited about the idea for like a whole hour but no no I know but we can get like a cool one is there such a thing 
Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. When we're 65, we'll think they're cool. Then we'll think they're cool. I must insist that we try this tea because I think it has literally uh, cooled down a little bit now, enough for us to try it. Ready. Okay. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it, like, it tastes like a chamomile at the, at the start, but then there is this like other... I'm going to use the word texture. Yeah. I think that's the petals. I'd say that's the rose what petals. Are, you, are there bits in your tea? No, it says on the thing. There's ro- like uh, a yeah. blend of... Oh, sorry. No, because you said texture, I thought maybe. Oh, no, I meant like in taste, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The texture and taste. Mm. That's really nice. I like it. Yeah, that is really... <laughs> <laughs> Jack's off to a little snoring, everyone. Great snoring. Off he goes. Great, great <laughs> snore. The big snore. Mm. Mm. That is very... I've got to be honest. I thought the lavender and rose would be stronger. And I don't know whether maybe the lavender and rose have made their way to the bottom of the bag. <laughs> And I've just tipped in an awful lot of chamomile and the ratio's gone. <laughs> Do you want to shake the bag up? And then... Let me have a look. I'm going to open the bag. This, by the way, as well, actually, as bags go for loose leaf tea, this is a great bag because it's got the little foldy thing to close the bag up built in to into the bag. Into the bag. I mean, can I have a look at the leaf? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. Well, no, the rose petals are in there and the lavender. Just the chamomile oh, it is smells like... smells lovely. Sorry, I know we're talking oh, about a lot of visual nice. stuff on this talking podcast. About, but, yeah. But what I'm holding in my hand looks like a load of little ground herbs and then there's like little bits of red, like dried rose leaves and lavender in there. Mmm. Mmm. It does smell good, but I think just the... That's not... Yeah. <laughs> Jack went to put it back in the bag. <laughs> we could put it in the teapot. Oh no, or on the table. Looks quite <laughs> looks like looks quite pretty there. Um, you could use that as potpourri. Potpourri. Um, yeah, I think the chamomile is like you wouldn't ever say normally think of chamomile as being a strong flavour, no, but it is, is. It's overwhelming the other two. Yeah, this is very strong in the chamomile department. But as I had previously stated, I am a fan of chamomile. Hmm. So I'd say this is this is like a chamomile with rose and lavender. Cool. What would you rate this out of ten? Out of ten. I don't think you've done ratings yet. I don't think so. No, but I'm gonna introduce this now. I'm gonna even though it's not my podcast. I would give this seven teapots and a teacup. Wait, what what's the out of what? <laughs> Nine. <laughs> what does the teacup represent? You've uh-huh. made the, you've instantly made this complicated. <laughs> This is like, uh, like I do. Teacups are half. Okay, teacups are half. So seven and a half. Yeah. Out of ten. Yeah, I got them. I said nine just to be facetious, but <laughs> we'll go with ten. Yeah. But, um, okay. My only reason I'm saying that is because the, the lavender and, and rose isn't coming through as much as I thought. No, unless there's like. You know, like like you said, there's like a, maybe a wad of rose petals mm. or something at the bottom that you could like brew a tea with. I wonder what tea would taste like with just rose petals. That would be interesting. Just rose petals, that would be oof. Do they Very do rosy. just lavender tea? I don't know. That would be quite... See, this is the thing. That's it's up my like alley. Rose and lavender I've always thought of as being quite strong flavours. Mm. So I feel like if I really think about it, I can the, taste them. Is that where the points got knocked off for you? 
Mm. It's there. It is. It is kind of there. Mm. I I think that might. I think the ratio might be. Off. I really like the taste of this. But I re- Yeah, I'm really thoroughly enjoying it, and I'm glad we've now. We are recording this episode, so now I can drink this. <laughs> oh God, I just laughed it's and just the been... herbs went all over the table. Um, yeah, I've been wanting to try this tea for ages. It's just been sat in the cupboard. The cupboard's now hit the point where we need to have a sort. It is overflowing with tea. Um, I was suggesting that we get all the tea out of the cupboard. We take a pinch of everything. We brew it all together in one mega tea broth of godness, goodness knows what. And then have a sip. And I said that was a heathen thing to do, and I'll <laughs> yeah. have none of it. <laughs> I'll have no part in they such are, things. They are mainly your teas. Everything though, so. would just taste like licorice, because of that licorice tea. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, It would just be a mishmash with licorice. I would rate this. Yes, this, what would you rate? Uh, How many teapots, and you can use a teacup if you can't? Uh, I've got a round number. Oh. Uh, so little snoring sleep tea. I'd actually rate this a good solid eight out of ten. An eight out of ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This you're scoring high, little snoring. I think, well, this I like out of the. We had chamomile tea last night before bed. We did. Because I, I not like, this one out of a. I don't like drinking the decaf English breakfast thing that I drink before bed mainly because it tastes like it should be a morning or a day. Yeah, psychologically tea. as well, you're probably expecting a caffeine hit, so your body will wake up a little bit. Yeah. So when you were like, oh, I want to open the chamomile and have one of those, I was like, oh, I'll have one of those as well. I massively prefer the taste yeah. of this in terms oh, of chamomile. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is an actual, this is like... <laughs> this is an actual tea. Well, this is like proper chamomile buds in here and... It's, you know, this is posh, for want of a better word. Whereas what we were drinking last night... Standard box. Yeah, you know, 70p from Aldi. That's not, (laughs) that's not paint a picture that isn't true here. That was an Aldi special. I mean, and don't get me wrong, they do the job. They're very, very nice. But this, little snoring sleep tea, is a cut above that. This is an artisan tea. An artisan tea, yes. Okay. And I'm so glad I have the excuse to buy such things now. Because you always had the excuse. I to did buy always this. have the excuse, but I'm one of those people that deliberate. I quibble over a price that, in a different setting, I would not quibble. I think I've talked about this possibly before on the podcast, but I will walk into a coffee shop and see a coffee that that singular latte is going to cost me nine or three pounds, and I hand over my money. And then I walk into another into a supermarket and see a tea that's going to cost three pounds, and there's like twelve tea bags in there, and I'm like, ooh, it's a bit pricey. Oh, I see. What <laughs> <you're saying. laughs> ooh, so it was a bit much. Whereas now, so because of the podcast, I'm going, I'm looking at this. I can't remember how much this was. I, I, I want to say in the region of four pounds for good. this bag, but it's loose leaf, so you can get a lot of tea. Yeah, out of it, really. Exactly. I think and I was it's also I was an artisan bit, tea. Exactly, so. and I think I put a, a little bit too much in this teapot actually, but that does also mean we can add some more water in a bit and continue to drink it. But um, yeah, I want to have a cup of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where it's going now, but um, yeah. I think it's very nice. It says use freshly drawn the freshly drawn boiling water. All tea packets that I look at ask for freshly drawn water. And what else are you gonna do with it? Well, just use the water that's already in the kettle. Oh, I see what that's. Like and that's that, yeah. what I tend to do. But I did use freshly drawn for this one and infused for five minutes. But I think with this kind of tea, the nice thing as well is that you can leave that brewing, and yeah, the flavours will get stronger. But I don't think it's going to. Do you ruin mind if I tea. top up? Please do. The reason I, I want to see, I want to see if it because it looks darker. I want to see if it's like changed in taste since. Oh, okay, that's a good idea. Did you want to have yes, a top? Yes, please. Up? Yeah, I'll join you in this experiment. 
I want to see if, like, Lovely. something's changed in the neighbourhood. Who are you going to call? Nelson and Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> yep. I was going to say great snoring, but... Great snoring. Move over, little snoring. Okay, now, mm. I think the lavender and rose is coming through more. It might be a little bit too hot for me. I just burnt my tongue. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, dear. I, I think that's coming through more now. I think maybe... could definitely smell something different. Mm. Lovely. Oh, I love a sleepy tea. I love getting cosy and ready for... Because I'm just perpetually a little bit tired right now. So just the idea of drinking this and then getting into bed, probably with some more of this. Yeah. Reading my book for a little bit and mm. going to sleep. <laughs> oh. To the land Join us, night. everyone. If you're listening to this late at night, <laughs> go make yourself a little chamomile if you've got one, <laughs> or something decaf, mm. and then get all cosy in your pajamas. Nice warm milk and a cookie. Nice warm, warm milk and a cookie. <laughs> oh. But we are in a like dimly lit room with a candle, yeah. and lamp. You know, there's a lamp. Well, fairy lights. That's what I'm calling the fairy lights. Little fairy lights everywhere. Sort of lamp lamp lit room while drinking this. I'm mm. feeling tired a little bit. Yeah, and I have, again, as I mentioned almost every episode, been drinking so much caffeine recently. Oh, the coffee. It's at least one a day. Normally more. for me. I drink one thing with caffeine now. Like, I had no grey earlier today. Yeah. That one we drank a minute ago. Send you a bit do, Lally? It did a little bit before, like, we had dinner. I was mm. sitting there thinking, like, I got, like, the jitters. Yeah. But there's that other one the other night. I drank one with, uh, just before coming to the shop. And then I instantly got like a headache mm. from it. So I don't know what's going on, but caffeine is really Caffeine's not, not Jack's friend. No, but a coffee in the morning, I can, like, I usually make a coffee in the morning with a bit of honey. Yeah. And sometimes milk. I usually like it black, though. Mm. But that, like, I get perked up. I don't really feel ill or anything from it. It's mm. the only one I can sort of stand. But Earl Grey, as sad as I have to say this, it's like, it's not... It's not sitting as well as it used to. So I'll get you some decaf. Decaf Earl Grey. That's that's the way forward for me. I'll keep the normal Earl Grey for me. Oh, Grey, I love you so. I know, it's the best. Oh, it's so nice. What do you prefer, though? What, like, what's your number one? Is that English breakfast? Earl Grey. Earl Grey's number one tea. Oh, yeah. Really? Like, if I, if I if someone <clears> put two types of tea... And it, I don't know when it changed, because it used to be an English breakfast. But if someone put two types of tea in front of me, and it was any other tea, and I'd go for Earl Grey. Okay, same here. <laughs> but It just feels <clears> like a treat. But I feel like I'm backstabbing the English breakfast, because yeah. it's such a classic well, British such a tea. And probably if all I could drink was Earl Grey, then maybe I'd miss English breakfast quite quickly. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, yeah I'm going to need this tea to sleep tonight because I have been bitten. Yes, the bugs have come after bugs. me today. Yeah, and I do not fare well when a bug bites me. I tend to mm. react considerably. I took an antihistamine really quickly, <laughs> so it should be okay. But this is the work. I love summer, but at the same time, <laughs> you don't like it's the not. Bugs. Yeah, I cope better in winter in general. Mm. I think so. Right now, it's quite warm out there. And we've got these hot... It's because everything I want to do is more geared up for winter. I want to get cosy and I want to have hot beverages. Yeah. And just hunker down. What's worse, being hot and stuffy in bed at night or being cold in bed? So, like... 
I find it easier to warm myself up, so hot and stuffy. I find it impossible to cool myself down. But if I was really cold, I'd find a way of making myself warm. Oh, okay. Just put more so, layers yeah. on. Do you know what I mean? I'd go out and get more, pile the blankets on, and then feel incredibly pleased with myself that I was under a mountain of blankets. Okay. Yeah. Whereas, like, if I'm hot, you just like eventually there's nothing else you can do. But they, but they, You're just hot. But here's the here's the con, the pros and cons of the opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The problem is the morning time. This is the opposite. So in summertime, it's really hard to go to sleep when it's hot and stuffy, and you and like you can't get cool, mm. right? And in wintertime, when you're trying to go to sleep, you can get really warm and snug and you'll just go straight to sleep. It's the morning that does undoes the whole thing. Because the summertime, you just get out of bed. You're like, oh, get me out of that sweaty bed. And you're up. Wintertime, you know it's so cold outside yeah. the sheets that you don't want to leave. So you've got this like perpetual thing. Unless you live in like a really nice house that's lovely and warm or whatever but we used to our old flat we used to oh my god like it was really cold in there this place we called the pod which was like a studio flat but the point is we lived me and jack lived for two years in a studio flat which had one room well it had two rooms if you count the bathroom the bathroom went off into a separate room obviously Mm. but one room that had a bed and the kitchen stuff and a wardrobe and this little table that jack would work off and that we would then like lift over the bed and put into the middle of the room and one of us would sit on a chair and the other one would sit on the edge of a bed so we could have a dinner if we were being civilised. Otherwise it would be a picnic on the floor. And we lived in there for two years and we had to really downsize Mm. to get in there. And then when we moved out after two years, I realised that Jack kept not one, but two suitcases of DVDs under the bed the entire time. It comes from my previous flat. And I had no idea. It was really funny. I like ferreted books away at like so many different relations houses. And it was just like, it was like one, two suitcases. And we left some DVDs at your mum's. So. When, we when we were waking up in the morning in this flat, because it was so cold oh, in yeah. winter time, like you could literally see your breath some yeah. mornings, that we just would not want to get out of bed mm. at all. No, so it was so that's cold. That's the con of getting like the. Getting up in the morning is, yeah. the, is the is where the sides switch. You kind of want the balance. You want to have the going to bed during wintertime when you're all snug and warm and you know everything's really cold outside the bed. But you want the morning to be like the summertime where you just like, you're, you're get out of bed. Mm. Like you just get up and you're like, yeah, because it's nice and warm outside the bed. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. I've got my head just full of pod memories now. Maybe, well, I don't know how long. That little, since. oh, we're good, I think. Yeah, the little heater. And then, like, we couldn't turn our little heater up to three because it would short it out, so we could only get it up to two. So we, the temptation was always there. The the flat could be a little bit warmer for, like, five minutes, but then we wouldn't have any heating while it, like, cooled down again. And the humidifier. And the day... So we went went to Bulgaria, and before we went, because there was also a damp problem, of course, in this flat, um, so we decided we were going to... We had a bit of paper over the um, vent, and we thought, oh, we'll take that bit of paper off while we're away, and then the flat can sort of air itself out. And this was in February. And then we got back, and it was so, I swear, like, our breath was turning to ice. It was hideously It was cold. so cold. But even then, even then, I'm like, well, we could, we could make ourselves warm. We have an electric blanket. So. <laughs> we still have that electric yeah, blanket. Yeah, we do. It's suffice to say, we live in much nicer conditions mm-hmm. now, much bigger conditions. This is why we moved to Norfolk, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, because you can't stay in London in, London, in a box. In a box forever. You eventually grow up. We, like, we had so much fun in that flat. 
Don't get me wrong. It was amazing. What I tell everyone is it is the true test of our early relationship. Yeah. Because you are stuck inside a box together. Mm. You can't go anywhere. So you've got to have fun at least and, and, you know, have a laugh with it. Yeah. Because if not, it could drive... I reckon that flat would have drove some people mad. Yeah. Because where are you going to storm off to? The toilet? Like, (laughs) the toilet, it was so small you could, like... You know, not to be crude, but you could sit on the bathroom, on the toilet, and your feet would be in the shower. So yeah. <laughs> it's not like but you I could did love that storm part. about in there. Oh, me too. It was brilliant. Fond memories. Such fond memories. Yeah, it was great. And then we moved to Norfolk, and before we lived in the flat we live in now, we moved into a rented house, and I felt lost in there. It was so big. So I felt, big. I remember feeling really uncomfortable in the first couple of nights because it felt like, like I was greedy. I had like this overwhelming feeling of greed because we suddenly went from such a small amount of space to such a large amount of space. And to be honest, we didn't need that much space. No, that's no. The found, I think we found, we found a healthy mid sort of size with what we're where we're living now. Because mm. it is a flat, but it is kind of like a part of a house thing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. The only thing we're going to need eventually is an extension for all of my tea. Because <laughs> that's where we're going. <laughs> that's where we're heading with that tea cupboard. When we have a sort of. We've got out. a huge attic, so maybe we just convert yeah. the attic into a tea into shop. Into a tea emporium. A tea emporium, yeah. Maybe, that's better. I'm still on. So, listeners, if any of you know of somewhere where I could become some kind of tea sommelier, could you. Again, don't know if I'm saying that word correctly, but some kind of like tea course where I could learn about tea, let me know. You're listening to a podcast about tea where so the host is asking, where can I get knowledge for tea? <laughs> <laughs> Not from this podcast, of course. But no, I really want to go on a journey and learn more about it because um, it's Well, when you go off thing. to Canada next month, you can see if you can get loads of different weird Canadian yes. teas. And I believe there is someone who is friends with my friend Becca, who I'm going to visit in Canada, who loves tea and has a tea Instagram, if I'm remembering correctly. So I might be able to meet up with them. Well, um, yeah, if you've got this mic you're taking, yeah. you'll be recording we'll an episode chat. over there. Yeah, but Live we'll from Canada. definitely record some bits in Canada. Because, I mean, Rebecca Felgate is a joy. Mm-hmm. A joy and a delight. So we must get her on here, her on here again. Oh, yeah, so, she's yeah. been on once. Yeah. She has. So Little Snoring. I did also want to add some facts in about Little Snoring. But having Googled the village of Little Snoring, I found out that there's not much to <laughs> say. <laughs> I thought, oh, maybe there'll be some really, like... What about great snoring? Great, no, similar. I thought there'd be some kind of, like, Alice in Wonderland-esque reason for the name. Like, maybe a giant once fell asleep there. I don't know. (laughs) And did a a great snore and a little snore. But no, nothing of the sort. I think it was a um, a name sort of developed. I think I still got it up on my phone. It was, like, someone's name, and then it developed over into into a little... Here we go. I'm on the webpage. Thesnorings.com. East, northeast of Fakenham, west, southwest of Cromer. That's not, lots... It's not far away then. Must okay. be one of those like really old, little, tiny villages that just doesn't have much there. Yeah. You have l- to talk to the locals. So the names, I'm not going to be able to pronounce these correctly, but the names in the Great Book of Little Snoring is recorded as Esnaringer, Snaringer, Snarlinger. And eventually, apparently, it sounds like everyone just sort of slowly fell asleep and eventually we were like, snoring. Let me have a look. Snoring. (laughs) Snoring. (laughs) That's what I think happened, how things develop. Yeah, so it's actually nothing to do with snoring at all. Sangria. Oh, no, snaringer. (laughs) 
Okay, apparently it's got more in common with Alice in Wonderland than I thought, because this is sounding like the Jabberwocky. <laughs> Little Snoring has an entry in the Doomsday Book of 1085. Mm-hmm. Oh, Domesday Book, not Doomsday. In the Great Book, Little Snoring is recorded by the name uh, Es Snaringer, Snaringer and Snarlingra. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. So it looks like a lovely place to say. I, I clicked on the TripAdvisor page for Little Snoring. They use pounds there i found out <laughs> much. and there's lots of, obviously you know norfolk and norfolk brawls there's so many lovely things you can do around here so i bet it's just a delightful albeit sleepy town to stay in yeah snoring by name snoring by nature yeah do you think everyone there snores at night they have to Go through the it's day. a prerequisite you're not allowed to live there unless you snore if you're a silent <laughs> sleeper they kick you out <laughs> But yeah, so that's the little snoring sleep tea from Nelson and Norfolk, who I will, um, I'm going to do some research and see where else they sell their teas, because I did, I did really, really enjoy this. Just realised we've left that on there without any tea in it. Moving the teapot off the candle. There we go. Move the candle out. <laughs> ah, good night. Um, yes, so I'm going to see if they do some more tea, because yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Mm, that I was would, lovely. 10 out of 10, we'll drink again. No, you, seven and a half. Seven and a half, seven teapots and half and a teacup out of ten. Would drink again. Would drink out again. Yeah. yeah. I don't think ratings are for me. <laughs> I've fallen mean? down already. <laughs> I've fallen down miserably. But yeah, little snoring sleep tea. Thank you very much, Nelson and Norfolk. So thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, Jack, for coming on again. No problem. It's um, almost like I live with you. And I know. And, just, <laughs> and I'm sitting in the other room like, Jack, do you want to come on the podcast? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, well, go on. Um, yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, yeah, do subscribe via whatever medium that you listen to your podcast on. And I will be drinking another tea shortly. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.